You are listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy, and is recorded at the Francis Roy office in Valparaiso, Florida. A lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. Come back weekly for new episodes. Never to exceed 30 minutes, this podcast is an easy addition to your playlist of favorites. Let's get started with this week's guest. Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke, and I'm really excited because I have Kelsey with us today from our team. Kelsey's our marketing manager here at Francis Roy. Hey, Kelsey. Hey, how's it going? Good. So you guys know Kelsey because the first podcast that she and I recorded together, gosh, maybe it was a couple of years ago, we were talking about, it was right at the start of COVID about remote work is probably one of our most listened to episodes. Pretty nice. It's pretty cool. It's obviously an indication that our listeners, number one, they're super interested in remote work or they're doing it or they're trying to figure it out and navigate it. And then you and I did a part two uh, for that. And now we wanted to bring us back together to talk about you know, how has remote really manifested it into hybrid? And you have really helped navigate our team through this because uh, you live internationally, you and your husband do. And well, there's no secret you live in Japan. I think we talk about that a lot because (laughs) we're super jealous of all your Instagram photos. But, and, and just the new hybrid workplace, what that looks like for us, what are some of the benefits on both of our sides, right? The business, the company side, but then also the, the side of, those who are working in, in hybrid workplaces themselves. And Kelsey provided me with all this really great information because that's what you do. Um, <laughs> but do you want to share the definition that you sent to me about what a hybrid workplace even is? Yes. So I found this on WebEx, actually. That's oh, who nice. provided this definition. And I really like this one. So it says hybrid work is a flexible work model that supports a blend of in-office, remote, and on-the-go workers. It offers employees the autonomy to choose to work wherever and however they are most productive. And that most productive piece was like the one that got me. Because you are very productive. It is not for everyone we've talked about. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think in order to really evolve from what is considered remote to what is more hybrid, we have to talk about this perception that not everyone likes remote and not everyone is their most productive self in the remote environment. I mean, uh, you manage this very well because I know you time stack, you do all of these things. So for you, what is, what are the benefits to a hybrid for you is a hundred percent remote because you're, you know, Oh, well, for me in particular, I can work anywhere in the world. First of all, obviously that's been a huge thing with our move over here to Japan. I also just like the flexibility because my little one stays home with me too. So I can work for me, which also I know this won't be for every business, but I can choose the hours I work. So I also choose, I work early mornings because I know when that's when I'm most productive as well. So that's kind of how I'm able to like schedule my day and still get my work in done which also leaves me time for like my family and stuff, which is another reason I love being able to choose where I work. Even if I didn't work in Japan, working from home or remotely, you know, cuts back on commute time, allows you to have more time at home, saves money doing that as well. You know, I think that's a huge, Uh a huge reason why people want to have the flexibility to not go into the office every day is to 
save time and money and, you know, spend that extra on their, with their family. You know, it's so interesting because I, I believe we do have a hybrid, hybrid work environment mm-hmm. here at Francis Rory and all of us, every single person who works here is a, it kind of looks a little different for each individual, but mm-hmm. from the business owner perspective, it is nice to be able to offer a hybrid environment, not just for the most obvious reasons, which are like, you live in an area outside of area. We still want to engage your talents and your skills and your expertise that that to me is the obvious, right? But there are ways that we can just be compassionate business owners. Like for example, they're often, I know this is going to sound crazy and some people listening are going to be like, what the hell? But (laughs) There are often mornings where I wake up and we all wake up and the weather is so treacherous here and I will email the team or whatever. I'm like, absolutely not. I see no value whatsoever in us all getting out in horrible traffic, dangerous roads or whatever to just all be in the same place. Now, I do recognize that's very unique to our type of business and not every business can do that because a lot of businesses are forward facing. But a hybrid work environment allows us to make those last minute choices that are just safer Mm -hmm. and allow us just to be a more compassionate workplace. And I think one thing about like Francis Roy that other businesses should know, it doesn't need to look the same for every employee. Because like we kind of touched on, like I physically can't work in office, but there's some people on our team that prefer to work in office. So it doesn't have to be like a one size fits all solution when implementing hybrid work. Right. I, I definitely prefer to be in the office. I have a little bit of like old school brainstorming too, where if I'm not in the office, I feel like I'm not working. Yeah. Which I realize is um, singular to me and is is not something that I impose on everyone else, but Mm -hmm. is, you know, Hillary uh, prefers to be in office. Yeah. Um, Janae is in office quite a bit. I mean, I think it just kind of depends on what we're working on you know, we don't all live here in the same town and gas prices have been really high. So I, you know, some of us have been hybrid a couple of days a week to kind of help with that. I think all size businesses, especially if you have employees, there are things that you can do to help your employees through economic hardship that don't, don't necessarily, like if your business cannot afford to give pay increases across the board, then maybe adopting a hybrid workplace where they're not commuting every single day is a way to kind of offset some of that economic hardship. Right. For sure. Just anything that you can do is, is, is helpful at this point. And I think it also speaks volumes to the employees. Like mm-hmm. people are wanting that flexibility now. And if, if they are not receiving any benefits, then, then they might look elsewhere to a company that, you know, has equal or same pay plus the flexibility. Well, and there are a lot of options, right? More so than ever. Mm-hmm. And the um, job market has completely changed. It depends mm-hmm. on what kind of perspective you have on it. You know, whether you think we are in a great um, resignation or you think we aren't in a great, or you think people are not working because of X, Y, Z, or, you know, whatever your yeah. beliefs. It seems like everything really skews politically um, nowadays. There is something to be said for us, just like looking at this a little bit differently and realizing that if people are asking for a hybrid work agreement, it is not necessarily because they don't want to work. Yes. It could, and if that discussion is open and it's fluid, it really could be that they're they're, they're going to be a more productive employee in you know an environment where they could either be introverted, they could really focus, they're comfortable, you know. So there are all these studies, and you shared this really great uh, mm-hmm. study that Microsoft conducted 
with 30,000 people across 31 countries and 73% of respondents would like for the flexibility they've experienced during, you know, the, the, a lot of the shutdown to continue. Yeah. And you think it's because people have realized they can do their work and sometimes they can do better work if it's continued. Yeah, I think so. I think they are happier in their day-to-day lives too. I think so many people didn't even realize that working remotely was a possibility before the pandemic. And now their eyes are open. Like, why do I have to commute an hour to do this when I can do it just as good, if not better at home? It just, it, it makes no sense to them to go back into the office for some people. I'm going to say something a little controversial. What? I think people are going to freak out. <laughs> but if there are employees that you are concerned, if you do not have eyes on them in the office, that they're not doing their work, newsflash, they're not doing their work when they're in the office. Right. If you already have the worry, then why, you, why is that person still employed? <laughs> if you're already worried and there yeah. is basis for that worried and you don't, there is not that trust there, there, you know, there's some sort of indication. If First of all, who has time to keep an eye on? I, I just don't think that someone walking in the front door equates to they're working every single minute that they're there. Right. And you know, I just, I just don't see that. And if you're, you're at all curious, you probably need to let them go. Yeah. Yeah. You don't trust them to get their work done. So, or something has happened, right. Something has happened where, you know, they're just those, those people, I will say this can, this is a bit generational. Mm -hmm. This topic is a little bit generational as well. I am going to be honest. And I tend to like skew on the other side of progression on this a little. Mm -hmm. I really try to meet everybody on our team where they are, but sometimes like I'll notice the days where the office is full and we're all here from just a business owner's perspective. I just feel like, ah, oh, I really like that. Mm-hmm. And there's no, I can't shake that feeling. It's just yeah. an honest, transparent thing. I just can't shake that feeling. And well, that time is important too. Like that, that does have value when everyone is in the office and you can collaborate and that sort of thing. And I think just finding the balance that works for each individual business is the key. And it might take some trial and error and you might have to, you know, try one model of hybrid work and then change as you evolve. But I think just giving people the option is, is the way to go these days. Cause if not, they will find a flexible workplace elsewhere. Let's talk about what's fair. Mm, yeah. It's, it's such a, oh my gosh, to me, it's like, okay, there is this discussion. What's fair to the company, but what's fair to the employee? Right. What right. is, okay. And I tend to feel like there's no fair, mm-hmm. like there's no balance really. Yeah. We just are doing the best we can every day. Some days it will be easier for the employees some days it will be harder for them. I mean, there has to be some hard stuff. Like I think about you all the time, like when we're together doing our vision boarding together, I just know you as a person, I know you would prefer to be Right. right. And there's that sense of loss of you not just even having the opportunity to do that. That's right. not fair to you. It's not always fair that we can't engage yeah. you to the level that we can engage other people. And then on the flip side, there are times when we're, we will work, there are, te- you know, members of the core team that will work in off hours to accommodate, you know, yeah. you being 15 hours ahead. Is that fair? Yes or no? I mean, I just don't right. think it's perfect, right? Well, and it's never going to be perfect, but you have to 
make sure each employee, like you said, you meet them where they are and, and they feel valued and they know that their work is appreciated no matter like if they're pulling the slack for one person or whatever, for whatever reason, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just think that like, like you do, you pretty much over communicate with us to ensure that we feel that our workplace is fair for each individual person. And yeah. I think like we kind of said, it's, it's going to evolve what fairness looks like, and it's not going to look the same for each person, but you just have to make sure that overall your employees are satisfied and your business is still being run to the extent that it needs to, you know? Yeah. It's such a good point. I, I do think that Todd Henry's workbook has really helped me with some of this because I've really, well, this year is year of the team, which we've said, you know, several times, but I've really shifted my mindset to the understanding that yes, the client relationship is so important because without it, none of us have work, but our team has really evolved to where we are all functioning. We're doing what we're supposed to do. I don't necessarily need to be hands-on on a lot of things, but I can really focus my time and energy to the team, making sure that your finite resources are protected, uh, checking in. You and I are recording this episode on our normal touch base our weekly touch base, like our 15 minute touch base. And that's an idea that came from his workbook. He has a new book that is coming out in September. I just saw that he um, added on his Instagram today, but I'm excited to dive into that. But I really think it is like asking other um, business owners, other professionals, what works for them and what doesn't work for them. And just kind of like seeking some guidance because I feel like this works for us now, but let's say everybody decided to like move on, get different jobs or whatever. And we got a whole fresh crop of people. This actually might look very different depending on who those people are. Yeah, it would have to, you know, and, and that's, that's the most important part is that you cannot look at it from just one point of view. You can't say, okay, we'll just have this type of, you know, workplace for every single person. It's just that it won't work. Like, it might not work for your employees you have now. Maybe if if you do change to that certain model, you'll have to get new employees and that might be a, a give and take. But I just think it's a lot of, it's going to be trial and error when implementing a hybrid workplace. It is. The studies that you sent me, um, that Microsoft survey is specifically, there are 60% of those respondents in the survey said they wanted more in-person time with colleagues. And, you know, I thought that that number was higher than I thought. It was going to be, but, you know, we have, there are people who really, socialization is a huge part of like what fuels them. Yeah. Now there, I think it could be a totally did another podcast episode about like, what are the lines of that? You know, like really what's like too much Mm -hmm. and what is, you know, what is actually versus what's actually needed. But, you know, I think it's just making the effort. I think anytime we like get together at third planet to get a beer or whatever, Mm-hmm. There is that like, how do we incorporate you guys, yeah. which usually we're drinking beer, you're drinking coffee, but that's yep. just like the reality, <laughs> right? It's, yes. it's just the reality, but there are so many benefits. And when I share with new clients that, okay, I will say this. When I tell them that you're in Japan, they want to know, like, did I just like, uh, hire a random person? In Japan? <laughs> yeah. So I always have to give like a little front story is like, yeah. oh, she was here and you know, her, they PCS and you know, all of us fun stuff. And then yeah. they're like, oh my gosh. And then they almost all say, how cool is it that you have someone in a completely opposite time zone? Yeah. 
that can really add this kind of like 24 hour type esque you know, service and benefit yeah. to your business. So I think the perception is that it's beneficial on the receiving end, the yeah. client receiving the service end. Who wouldn't want our team available to them at all times? Exactly. <laughs> We're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but who wouldn't want that? So I think the perception is um, certainly that it is, it is good when a client receives the benefit of our hybrid workplace. Right. Well, and I even remember when I was telling you that we were moving that I kind of was like, I didn't know if you would even be down for it because it wasn't a thing really a few years ago when we were moving. So I was like, I remember saying that, like, I can work when y'all aren't working. That'll yes. Like we'll have more hours. But yeah, it's so funny that like, I remember when we had this conversation that it wasn't a thing. And now like it's, yeah. The, the normal. It's such you're such a pioneer of this too, and I think it's it's really interesting because on our on my end. So I was a military spouse before Greg retired, and I just remembered like every time I moved, I had to start from the yeah. beginning. I my job in Wyoming was an executive level position that paid very well. Mm-hmm. When we moved here, I went to making fourteen dollars an hour. Yeah. And it was just starting from the ground up. And so when you came to me with that, I went home to Greg and I was like, so emotional about it. I was like, oh my God, I, we get to offer Kelsey remote. Yeah, like, That is so huge. I think from a military spouse's perspective yeah. and he's like, are you excited? I'm like, I'm so excited. I no. wish I could have had that conversation, you know, with all yeah. of my employee employers that like, oh my God, I'm, I can still be valuable. I can still contribute. I can still do all these things. So how fun, but yeah. it has not been hundred percent easy on your no. side or on, right. on this side, but we really make it work. And like yeah. you were saying, I think the communication makes it better. Yeah. And we have to figure out like what works. Like I'm not able to do all the tasks or all the work or work on all the projects that I could if I was right. in person. So right. it is a give or take, but that's why we have so many employees that do work in office or are local that's needed as well. Well, I think the, I say the core team, it's not that we have a not core team, but the, you know, the, when I say the core team, I mean, the people here that are here physically kind of like on the daily, we also will do like, think about, okay, we have this component. It does really help from the project building perspective to be able to say, oh my gosh, these are things that Kelsey could just bang out. Right. And so let's do that or Kayla or Jody or whatever. And so um, I think Hillary does a really good job of managing Mm -hmm. that. She, for the most part, manages, uh, I would say, uh, the larger portion of our of our remote team. And that is not that's not easy. No, especially because we're all over the world too. the ones that are remote. So it's she has to play with time zones and yeah, different schedules and that sort of thing. So it's not easy, but we make it work. Well, and I tell, I, she and I talk too, because uh, she has the, the leadership style where she wants to be as flexible and available as possible, as humanly mm-hmm. possible, but it's not always possible. And that's okay. You cannot always make it work. You cannot get up at five o'clock in the morning and then also have a meeting at six o'clock at night. Like we're not doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's when we talk about fairness, I think that we also, you know, spend a lot of time and making sure there's a balance of, you know, those that are managing the remote team and just making sure like, yes, we will do every pot, everything we possibly can. But like mm-hmm. we have um, some in, 
office training coming up in, in August that just, it ha- it needs to be done in the afternoon. So we're going to video that yeah, and share it with the rest of the team. I think there are ways to be creative and get around some of these roadblocks. Yeah, for sure. And if, if the employee is like valuable enough, I feel like the employer can make it work in some form or fashion. A hundred percent. But do you yeah. think it's, it's like a halfway, right? Because you oh, yeah. demonstrate your value for sure. You do a very good job of doing that. And so, you know, it's, I, I think, I do think there is a meat in the middle. There. Yeah. Well, and I don't think I would have applied for a job saying, oh, I'm moving to Japan. Can I just work remotely? I had already like been working for Francis Roy for years, established, you knew you can trust me. I worked mostly remotely before we moved anyway. Like I I knew that I was bringing something to the table with this move as well. Like saying I was bringing benefits to the team of still being a part of it, even though we live overseas. Yeah. It was a really good sales pitch, Kelsey. It was like (laughs) all of these amazing things I can do for you. I can now do 15 hours in the future. (laughs) And I was like, well, shit. (laughs) But it's so true that it, it has to be mutually beneficial. Well, I, I really think that there are so many takeaways from this episode and it's just something that we will continue to revisit because it is an evolution. The world is constantly changing. Our dynamic here at Francis Roy is constantly changing and having this podcast allows us to be transparent about what it looks to us. So I'm glad that you and I touch base about every eight months, nine months and we revisit this discussion because it has changed from the last two times that we have discussed it. So for sure. Yes. Well, thank you again. And thank you to everyone who is listening. This is such a great topic. It's one that we continue to be interested in and we do a lot of research on. If you have questions for us, please email us. Hello at francisroy.com. And we'll be back next Monday. Actually, no, I'm supposed to say that we are doing a little bit of a change up with our podcast. Instead of dropping a new episode every Monday, we're going to be dropping two new episodes a month on Mondays, the first Monday and the third Monday. There are lots of great changes uh, coming to the team here at Francis Roy, expanding the team. We have great new clients. We just want to make sure that everyone is taken care of. There's a good balance. And um, as much as we love to be here every Monday, we don't have to tell you for three years, it's a lot of friggin' work. So we just want to make sure that everything that we are offering you is valuable and we can do that much better with two episodes a month instead of four episodes a month. So you'll see that change coming uh, down the pipe. And I don't know, I, I think it's just gonna, it's, it's interesting, but sometimes you have to take a step back, take a step forward. And that's really how we're viewing this. Anyway, not this next Monday, but the Monday after we'll have a new uh, guest and topic. So we look forward to hearing all your comments and receiving your emails about this episode. Thanks so much. Bye.